Hello, Soul Tribe, and welcome back to episode 7 of the Soul Concepts in 5D podcast, a very safe space where we discuss concepts of this world and out of this world through the lens of the fifth density. And I am your humble host, Karuna Soul. Family, I am so excited about today's episode. It is a topic that is very near and dear to my heart and to my life, and that is navigating trauma. Um, I've actually been confronting a lot of my trauma within the past couple of weeks, and I have grown leaps and bounds in my own journey of personal development, and I am just really excited to share with you my findings on trauma and navigating through it and finding resources and exercises to do to not just cope with the trauma but actually have it help you in your own personal development so that's what we're going to be talking about today so let's just go ahead and dive right in i'm really excited to talk about this topic and that was just you know a trigger warning This may not be one of the more happier episodes, but it is very real. And, you know, you can look at it as a good thing. Trauma can be a really beautiful thing. Like Jerry Garcia says in the song Touch of Grey by the Grateful Dead, every silver lining has a touch of grey. So let's look at trauma as our touch of grey in the silver lining of our overall development and personal success. Yes. So first, let's just define what trauma is. Trauma is a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. And in the medical world, it is known as a physical injury. So for today's purposes, we can look at trauma as a psychological injury. And um, some examples of trauma could be a car accident, natural disaster, death, abuse, violence in your neighborhood Um, it could really be anything that has deeply affected you and trauma affects different people in different ways like two people can be in the same exact car accident and one person can take it one way and the other person can be on the other side of the spectrum so there is no one size fits all when it comes to trauma and when it comes to dealing with it okay Um, But I do want to talk about why it is important to not push your trauma down and to actually recognize it and deal with it because it greatly affects not just our minds and our thought process and our feelings, but also our physical bodies. So trauma actually affects the regulation of our central nervous system. And this is why this is important. The central nervous system is comprised of the brain and the spinal cord, and it controls most of our functions of our body and our mind. So a regulated central nervous system experiences stress and calm throughout the course of the day. And stress is actually a really good thing. Stress is our friend when we get it in good doses, right? So stress is what gets us out of bed in the morning. It's what makes sure that we have food in the fridge, that we have clothes on our backs, that we have a place to live and that our families are taken care of. Those, you can thank all of those things to stress, okay? But when there's an overwhelming amount of stress, aka trauma, that causes damage to the central nervous system and that exceeds an inability to cope. So in trauma, 
actually pushes the central nervous system beyond its ability to self-regulate. And this can happen in one of two ways. Either the CNS, that's what we'll call the central nervous system from now on, the CNS gets overstimulated, so it gets stuck on on. Meaning that you can experience panic, anxiety, restlessness, an inability to control anger and emotional responses. Um, and it can also get stuck on off, which is below normal functioning. And those effects are depression, disassociation, fatigue, and lethargy. And if y'all have experienced any of these symptoms, it's very likely that you have dealt with trauma or experienced trauma and are not dealing with it, are not doing something about it. Okay, so I know from personal experience that trauma has greatly affected my life in terms of my relationships with other people and not just romantic relationships like friendships, professional relationships. Um, I have been known to disassociate and um, not be in the best of control of my emotional responses, of my anger which has led me down a path of overeating, over drinking, being anxious, being depressed, you know, oscillating between the two, mood swings, irritability. And for years, I had pushed my trauma down, you know, thinking that, oh, everybody goes through things. What makes me so special that I can sit here and actually look at my stuff and figure it out. Like maybe I'm just a shitty person, you know? Everyone goes through things and look at all the things that I've done with my life. Like maybe I'm just a shitty person because definitely due to me not dealing with my trauma, I'm not going to blame it on my trauma. I'm going to blame it on me not dealing with these things that I have hurt a lot of people in my life. And I know you've heard the saying, hurt people hurt people. And I am, without a doubt, a living testament to that. So later on now in my life, I have really started to deal with the traumatic experiences that I had experienced in my childhood through family and just through circumstances that deeply has had a great impact on my central nervous system. And I'm really, really happy to say that being on this path of healing and transformation, I have been able to overcome my traumas in terms of they're no longer debilitating to me. I mean, it's an everyday process navigating through trauma. It's not like a light switch goes off and then like you're good for the rest of your life. No, it's definitely something that we continuously work on for the rest of our lives, but I completely 100% believe it makes us stronger. You know, we become Chiron, the wounded healer, and I really see that through my clients. Being a wellness and mindset coach, I have greatly dealt with other people who have gone through similar situations that I have, and I see their process because I've literally been there. And I help them navigate and I help them get the results that they're looking for, which is really just cultivating a beautiful relationship with themselves. So they're able to do that with their loved ones, with their career, with their finances, with their joy, with their creativity, with their home, with their everything. So 
Now I want to get into some ways to help alleviate trauma. And um, these are all things that I have personally done for myself. And this is how I know they work. The very first thing to do is to acknowledge the feelings. So all of those symptoms that I listed before, whether your CNS is stuck on on or it's stuck on off, so anxiety, panic attacks, depression, you name it, it's really important to acknowledge those feelings. Do not push them away. They are coming up for a reason. They are your inner child speaking to you saying, hey, look, something's happening right now that's making you feel this way. Like, I feel this way. Your inner child is saying this to you. I feel this way right now. I don't want you to shun me. I don't want you to push me away like maybe you actually experienced as a child. You have to acknowledge these feelings if you're ever going to be able to overcome them, right? It's like when people are going through recovery from addiction it's always said that the very the very first step is acknowledging that you have a problem so whenever these feelings come up it's really important that you don't push them away it's really important that you sit in those feelings if just for a moment don't get stuck don't get stuck on on or off we try we're here to find the middle ground the neutral ground but i implore you to just acknowledge them bring them in give them a hug a physical hug okay and one way to really acknowledge your feelings is through journaling now I do something called rising pages or morning pages I'm really getting out of using the word morning because as in to say like good morning because um, morning and morning sound the same and I'm talking about the morning when you're crying you're mourning over something so I've like I've been replacing the word morning with rising. <laughs> so, I do something called rising pages where every day in the rising, I have a journal next to my bed and before I even move from the bed, like I do not get out of bed to take my little doggy Daisy on a walk yet. I take my journal, put it in my bed, I write down my dreams from the night before if I can remember them, and I just it's like a stream of consciousness. I just word vomit all over the page whatever i'm thinking whatever i'm feeling i get it out on the page and i will say before i started doing this exercise every single day because i do it every single day um i was experiencing a lot more anxiety in the morning but then it was so alleviating to just get those anxious thoughts out on paper and once you can get your thoughts and your feelings out on paper you can really see and like categorize where your feelings are coming from, where your thoughts are coming from, and you're more so able to establish a way to navigate through those feelings. So just having the journal and just getting it all out on paper, a really great way to acknowledge what's going on in your mind, and which is like the first step in helping to alleviate it. Um, another great way to help alleviate your trauma is through meditation. This is another thing that I do every single day. And meditation doesn't have to be some huge ordeal. You don't have to sit for an hour. Shoot, you don't even have to sit for five minutes. You can sit for two minutes. If you have never meditated before, or you find it difficult to meditate, baby steps. Just start by just sitting on the ground one morning. You know, just sit 
cross-legged on the ground with your back straight and then get up and go about your day and then the next day sit on the ground and take two deep breaths and then go and then eventually you will come to be sitting there longer and meditation is really great because it just opens your mind to all of your thoughts to all of your feelings to your experiences and it allows greater teachings from the ethers to come into your brain once you're able to quiet your mind you will get a lot of great ideas and a lot of comfort from realms that you didn't even know existed through meditation so i recommend that for sure and it's another great way to acknowledge your thoughts and your feelings and going hand in hand with meditation breathing exercises are really wonderful as well a great way to give yourself physical energy of course and also when you do deep breaths you're providing oxygen to your brain which is obviously going to affect your central nervous system so breathing exercises super important to healing your trauma because when we're talking about healing trauma we really are talking about healing your central nervous system you know it's like trauma is kind of like a theoretical concept but i want to bring it into the physical like this is helping you actually heal your physical body so to go even more into that um eating healthy has a huge benefit on your mindset um, I believe we talked about this on one episode, but 95% of serotonin in your body is produced in the gut. So serotonin is the happy chemical, right? And we want as much serotonin as we can get. So if you have a happy gut, more than likely you're going to be a happier person. And that's eating gut healthy foods, probiotics, prebiotics, whole foods, not the store, whole foods as in whole vegetables, whole fruits, um, eliminating the powdered mixtures as much as possible because those aren't whole, those are processed, right? No matter how, if they're organic or whatever, they're still processed. So you want to just be eating really good because you want to be able to give your body a fighting chance of producing as much serotonin as possible. Um... Another great way to heal your body and heal your trauma is through forgiveness. Now, I am someone, like I said before, due to not having dealt with my issues prior, I hurt a lot of people. And after doing so, I have carried around so much guilt and so much shame. And it took me a while to realize that I have to forgive myself for the things that I've done, take full responsibility for what I've done, but I have to forgive myself for what I've done. And then also take it a step further and forgive other people. Maybe the people that caused your trauma, maybe you were abused and maybe this sounds so crazy to even think about, but you forgiving your abuser is going to set you free. When you are not forgiving you are full of resentment and you're blocking your blessings when you're full of this negative emotion. Trust me, I know because I've been there and I have set myself free since. And one great way to set yourself free that I've done is to contact the people that I have hurt or that you have hurt. Um, and I've done that recently with former partners. Um, Re-establishing connections with certain family members that, you know, I feel hurt me, but I took it to another level. And now I'm healing those relationships and just reaching out and letting them know, hey, 
this thing happened. I'm sorry that it happened. I have been dealing with or not dealing with a lot of issues that have happened in my past. And it caused me to react in the way that I reacted. I'm so sorry at any point, at any of our time together that I made you feel less than, that I made you feel unsafe, all those sorts of things. And you just get it out there and you're not doing it to manipulate the person to make them feel a certain way about you. So I will say this as a disclaimer, only reach out to the person when you know 100%. It doesn't matter what that person's going to say. You still feel good, full, and whole that you did that. You're not reaching out to this person to get a certain response. You're doing it so you can set yourself free and also help give them clarity as well because a lot of times we hurt the people that we love. It's not socially acceptable to be angry. It's not socially acceptable to have outbursts in public, right? So then a lot of times we bring that anger home and then we hurt the people at home that we love the most. So when you get to that place with yourself, when you're able to forgive yourself and forgive others, setting yourself free, then you're able to reach out to those people and really just let them know your journey, what you're going through and offer them a sincere apology. And I promise you, this will feel so flipping amazing. Like I've done it three different ways just this week alone, you guys. Like some of the most major incidences in my life, I have personally contacted these people and just gave them my heart and my vulnerability, which has been really, really hard for me to be vulnerable with people. And it has made me feel so great. Some people have responded and it's been great responses and some people have not even responded. And I don't know if they ever will. And if they do, maybe it won't be the nicest. But guess what? I have already forgiven myself for these things and all I can do is offer my open heart and my vulnerability to this person. Like here, I am a human being. Here I am standing in front of you, completely human. Not superhuman like I tried to act as if I was before. So reaching out to the people that you've hurt can really help alleviate any guilt and shame, which is so freeing. Um, another thing that has helped me alleviate trauma and heal my body is to learn new skills. This is great for distracting your mind. And when you're achieving goals, no matter how small, it has a really positive impact on your mindset and therefore your entire central nervous system. You're showing your body, you're showing your mind that you're capable of doing positive things for yourself and then for the world, right? Um, so that kind of plays into the next thing is just being, just do something nice for someone. Just do one nice thing a day for somebody. So something I've been practicing recently is reaching out to my friends and asking them, what do, you, what do they need? What do you need? One of my friends said that she needs Clorox wipes and a mask. And as you know, um, we are missed the pandemic and people are hoarding all of the Clorox wipes and all of the masks. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to figure out a way to get this to you. And this kind of plays into a whole other realm, like a whole other topic that we can discuss on another episode. But I'm like, okay, how am I going to get this girl Clorox wipes? Like, what can I do? And literally, kid you not, an hour later, my neighbor comes downstairs and she works at a grocery store. And she's like, hey, 
do you need anything? Like, is there anything that I can get for you? Like so randomly. And I'm like, it's so funny. You should ask my friend. Just ask me if I needed or if I could get access to Clorox wipes. And I was, I told her just to let me know when the next shipment is coming in and I'll gladly go and grab it. And then she leaves and comes back five minutes later with an unopened package of Clorox wipes and a mask. I didn't even ask for the mask, but she just gave me the mask. How amazing is that? How absolutely wonderful. Super fat shouts to my amazing, amazing neighbor, Arlene. You are a light. If you are listening, I love you so much. Um, But doing something, being able to provide that to my friend through someone else doing something good, oh my goodness, it was just like a whole chain reaction of just goodness and my heart just was overflowing. So doing something good for other people, not to get something from them, but literally because you want to help them because maybe you're in a position to do so, you know, I didn't end up having to buy the wipes and I had $8 to spend on shipping and that felt really great. So just reaching out to people, reach out to your loved ones, see what they need and see if you can give them what they need when you're in the space to do so. And another thing that works really well, I know I'm giving all the goods away, which is good. I want to help. I want you to leave this episode having the tools that you need to navigate through the hard times, right? So um, moving right along, routines, especially a rising routine. Um, I have established mine and it is phenomenal. So I'll just tell you what I do in the morning. Maybe it can like inspire something in you or you see similarities in yourself. I wake up, I do my rising pages, I go on a run with Daisy, my little pit bull, and it's not a long run, it's like a 10 to 15 minute run and there's like a few um, great hills during this run, so I'm really like getting that, getting the sweat on and then I come home, come back, I do some resistance training, very light things like with an eight pound kettlebell. I do some yoga, some exercise, some, um, yoga exercises and stretching then I do breathing exercises and meditate then I go make my tea and while I'm making my tea I'm oil pulling and then I take a shower and that's usually around the time where the oil pulling will be done because you want to do that for about 20 minutes and then I drink my tea and I start my day and I cannot even begin to tell you how much I even look forward to waking up earlier now like I wake up now between 6 30 and 7 30 in the morning just because I want to, just because I feel like if I wake up any later, I'm like, oh no, oh no, sister honey, (laughs) you got things to do today. Get up, experience the sunrise when you can. It's really, 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 really fulfilling. Um, And the last tidbit I wanna share with you that can really help you alleviate your trauma and heal your body is to find support. Find support through groups you know i know that we're not really able to convene in person right now but facebook has a lot of great groups for navigating through these sorts of things you can reach out to family you can reach out to friends and you can always reach out to coaches and i really love reaching out to coaches because they are the people that see past your trauma it may be harder with friends or family because they know you and they know how you've reacted in certain instances. So coaches are really great because when you go to a coach, they're seeing you as the person that you wanna become. They're seeing you past all the things that have hurt you and past all the many blocks that you're experiencing in your life. 
they see you for who you actually are that beautiful person inside that just needs a little help chiseling down that wall to like break free this beautiful light this beautiful light being that you are we are here to be joyous not necessarily happy 24 7 like we've talked about right but joyous we are joyful beings okay and the most important thing is just be kind to yourself the world can be a really harsh place people are going to judge you no matter what so you don't want to be one of those people that are judging you right you want to create a safe space within yourself that no matter what happens to you you will always have control and you will always have safety because it lives within yourself and i just want to leave you with this beautiful little tidbit that john f kennedy shared in one of his speeches that the chinese character for crisis is danger and opportunity so within a crisis there is danger but there is also opportunity to climb out of that okay i'm here for you i love you so much have a wonderful week And I will speak to you next Saturday. Be blessed.